Well, thank you for my imaginary gin. You're welcome. Because <laughs> I figure we drink your gin enough, so it's technically just a Stacy and Moustache. I truly appreciate the gin, especially considering that Mitch doesn't drink gin, and I know where I saved it. You <laughs> love gin. I do. Fizz. Buzz. Fizz Buzz. Hi, I'm Stacy. And I'm Mo. And this is... Fizz, Fizz Buzz, Buzz Podcast! Podcast. So this is obviously your favorite tech comedy podcast, and you are turning tuning in today for another FizzBuzz interview. Oh, yeah. So please help me in welcoming our double feature new guest, Mitch, Mitch and Doug. Mitch and Doug! Welcome, boys. Thank you. It's so nice to be here, finally. Yes. So thank you so much for being our guests. We're delighted to have you joining us, and we think this is going to be one kick-ass episode. And um, we originally wanted to have you on for our Pride Month episode, but... But you were busy. Yeah, you were overbooked. Mm. It was Pride, of course we were It was busy. Pride, of course you were overbooked. <laughs> but also, we're glad to have you now, because as we always say, every, every month, month is Pride, Pride Month. month. Happy Pride Month, happiness. Yeah, so even though this is September now, um, we also want to think of this episode as a little, you know, mid-year reminder. Well, maybe not mid-year, but a couple months on reminder um, to do something good for your local LGBTQIA plus charity or community. Um, So... Uh, earlier today, we asked you guys about a charity that you thought might be good to donate to. Could you tell us which one it is and what they do? Out West. We are a gay couple that is based in Sligo, so we know the importance of community. And Out West does amazing work when it comes to LGBT representation here in the region. They are involved in every single one of the Pride events that we have in here. So. Happy to say their name, Out West people. Woohoo! Shout out to Out West. Out West. Please give them all the moolala. Yeah, give them, give them some money. And Show some them love. You cares? Or if you're, you know, you can't donate all the way to Ireland, donate somewhere local. Yeah, support any anywhere you can support. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It is good. Yeah. Um, right, so you guys are now officially our FBP BFFs. FBPBFFs. <laughs> oh, FBP we do love our acronyms, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> I mean, it's one in one with software engineering, you know? You can't have software engineering without an acronym, right? You absolutely cannot. Um, so thank you so much for doing that. And, um, right, so... Could you please, we'll start off this episode um, with you introducing yourself, and then we'll do some rapid fire questions. So if you could say your name and what you do. Sure. Uh, Mitchell Ashton here. I am a, let's say I'm a customer support engineer um, for a certain company. And we won't say who. We won't say who just now. But it's our secret to keep. You can look it up. <laughs> Look them up on LinkedIn. Um, the company that shall not be named. Yeah, I've been there for a year, and um, yeah, the way that I know these two beautiful ladies is from the computer science conversion course from UCD. And we've uh, 
Yeah, and here we've we are. Grown yeah, together. We've all grown and together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Become engineers together and it's been great. Yeah. And You're my favorite person to sit next to. <laughs> You're my favorite person to sit next to. I remember saying to you um, six months into the course, you know, I feel like you were the thing that's been missing from this experience this whole time. Aww. We had such a peaceful, peaceful coding session together. And I was like, wow, it's so calm and chill. Yeah. yeah I don't panic around you. I remember that specific Java tutorial as well. And we were both sat next to each other. And I was like, I feel like I'm not being judged. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're on the same page of panic. And it was just, it was the first time I think I was coding and it was actually a nice experience. <laughs> oh, it was so mutual. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> you two are so sweet. I think I'm going to bark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, how about you introduce yourself, Doug? So my name is Douglas Marcus. I am a lost Brazilian living in Ireland. I am the happiest collateral of this encounter of mine here because I am not in computer science. I'm actually a lecturer in plastics engineering. And yes, there's a thing. So I've been lecturing here in Atlantic Technological University based in Sligo for almost two years. So still in tech, but not exactly your tech. Still an engineer. Still an engineer, that's Mm -hmm. for sure. All engineers are welcome here. Dope as fuck. Yay, we can curse here. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Momo's not allowed to curse. No, I'm not. It's said. It's said now. Yeah. (laughs) So let's get into that rapid fire, shall we? Yay. This so yeah, obviously we we've introduced you, but we don't know you yet. So we're gonna ask you a few questions. Each one, you know increasing in complexity and then um we'll know you perfectly and enough and that's all we need to know so we'll go from there mo you want to start yes tell me your favorite color orange red how do you like your coffee uh ooh, french press black black no sugar uh your horoscope sign leo taurus are those two signs compatible? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Figured it out anyway. Um, so what are your specific areas of engineering? Uh, you go first. Sure. Go. I'm, a, I'm a plastics engineer with a master's and PhD in materials engineering. Long time developing medical devices and now just teaching. Uh, I suppose my engineering is really investigative um journaling uh, of like technical problems uh, for cloud infrastructure. Cool. Yeah. Can you tell me your favorite video game? Portal comes to mind. That was the first one. Yeah. What's yours? Shadow Tactics is a Mimimi production in Germany uh, that has several life stealth approach to gaming. Desperado 3 is a continuation that comes to mind, but Shadow Tactics has a special place in my heart. Oh gosh, this question should go on for a while. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm currently playing Resident Evil 2 Remake on my Steam Deck. <laughs> Nerds. Oh, <yeah. laughs> that's, a, that's our field of engineering right there. <laughs> 600 video games in our Steam accounts. And then lastly, how is the gay agenda going? 
colorful <laughs> swimmingly. <laughs> That's what we like to do. <laughs> Perfect. Glad we covered that. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah. So now we are going to hop in to our Irish corner, our favorite corner of the podcast. Boo! So, boys, tell us, what is your favorite thing about Ireland? Um, yeah, I've given this a lot of thought, and people have asked me an me awful too. lot, actually. The <laughs> um, thing I love about Ireland is, I mean, it might be a bit of a generalization, sorry in advance, um, just the Irish are so funny. Like, this, uh, like I, a lot of my experience of Irish people has been working in the hospitality industry, which are people, people, you know. And, yeah, gosh, the friends that I've taken from there, they're all so hilarious. And it just cracks me up. And sometimes it's just, it, it's hard to match. You just have to let them riff and just let them go. Um yeah, it's wit and it's humor. Uh, oh, yeah, it just it just makes every day just a little bit brighter. And it's sarcasm. Yeah. Some of it's sarcasm. Do you have um, any examples? Oh gosh, uh, no. Honestly, it's just the the kind of poetry of speaking. You want an example? You've got one. Maybe I like the misery. Maybe I like the misery. <laughs> Father Ted's Christmas special. Do yourself a favor, foreigners. Is amazing. Watch it. Yes. We yeah. love Father Ted. Anything Father Ted. For those of you who don't know, Father Ted is an Irish sitcom that aired in the 1990s, and it is exceptional. You'll learn all about Irish culture, Irish humor, Irish everything just by watching Yeah, it's Father the Ted. Irish taking the piss out of the Irish. So you know it's going to be, you know, deadly and severe. <laughs> <laughs> deadly is the word, yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me, uh, I, I listen to this podcast as a normal person while I'm exercising and cycling. So I put a lot of thought into what would I answer to this question. Happy days. This is my favorite part of Irish is just the fact that to agree or disagree or just to be, end, be done with a part of a conversation. You just say, oh, happy days. Oh. It, it expresses the entire humor around living in Ireland, you know, it can be tough, it can be good, doesn't matter, you ended up in a positive note, you know. It's always jocular. Yes, mm -hmm. and the ironic part is that I learned this very Irish phrase from a Moroccan that I used to work with in Temple Bar. <laughs> so, I say happy days for everything, everything, I love it, I've been living here for seven years, that's the only part of the Irish dialect that I caught, <laughs> happy days. Happy days. Happy days. Happy days. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a musical podcast. <laughs> I mean, it always was, kind of. Um, right. So, um, dear listener, you may have noticed our guests are foreign. Um, like us. <laughs> so, could you please tell us both first, where are you from originally? Douglas is from Brazil. Douglas comes from a town called Porto Alegre. It's the southernmost capital of Brazil. Been living in Europe since 2013, though. Uh, and I? Hi, it's me, Mitchell Ashton. <laughs> um, I come from England, a small town called Sandbach, which is in Cheshire. Neighboring town is Crewe, with a big train station. Neighboring city would be Manchester. Fabulous. And then, why are you both in Ireland now? 
Theresa May. <laughs> Short and accurate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We used to live together in Manchester. We got married in Manchester, actually. And I didn't want to live as an illegal in Europe. We didn't want to move back to Brazil, and we couldn't get a visa for myself, but just by being married to Mitchell because he's poor. So, <laughs> so we tell it like it is. So we. I was a student. <laughs> Still poor. So we looked around and Dublin was the place that was easy to immigrate that spoke English and had a reasonable Brazilian community. Mm-hmm. Was supposed to be just three months and ended up being six years. Yeah. Ireland was a place where we could be together. And yeah. And we found uh, we found a home. We found friends. Uh, we found success. And yeah, we're still here. Like, we somehow washed up on the West Coast. And, uh, yeah. So you heard it here first. They married for love, not money. Or visa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Doug, but Mitch does. It's pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad Ireland was a place that you could settle and, you know, be together. Yeah, yeah it's been very good to us here. Yeah, that's for sure very grateful so great now we are going to hop into the meat of the episode um so if you haven't noticed already the theme of this episode is gay pride woohoo big up (laughs) (laughs) i promise i'm not gonna be blue like blue humor because i'm quite coarse Please go on. <laughs> we no, got you're this. gonna be you're gonna be all the colors, <laughs> not just Dang. one. Big <laughs> side, come on, get with it. You can say anything you want. This is your platform. So, first things first. Do you think your perspective influences your jobs as engineers? Why or why not? As gay people. As gay people? For myself, not very much, no. Uh, I get to work remotely, uh, so, um, yeah, like, it's not really, uh, it's not really a functional part of my identity and my job at all. Um, yeah, and, and many of the people probably don't even know, uh, mm-hmm. except for maybe the odd thing that I might put uh, on a, a profile to be like, hey, pro-gay, but... Lots of people are pro-gay now, so yeah, I honestly get to kind of blend into the background in in my job. Do you think that it's something, do you want to blend into the background, or...? uh, That's not normally my style, no. I normally prefer to be able to, uh, yeah, catch people off guard. Like, you know, I kind of present... Or I can pass as gay, as uh, straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, let's go with you that. can pass as gay. I, I can pass you as can gay. You can pass as whatever you want to pass as, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, and so I've always thought of my role in, you know, queer culture as to be the one that kind of slips under the radar and, um, you know, surprises them when I say husband, you know. Um because we need all kinds, you know. We need the we need the fancy ones too. Although as I get older, I get a little fancier too. Um, you, your job though. That's the thing. Uh, I'm, I am Brazilian. I am thirty eight. I am loud. 
very, very loud. And my personality is loud as well. So I don't allow myself to go back into closets because honestly, I'm gonna curse, I don't give a fuck. So people can look at me and respect and accept me the way that I present myself. I am really gay. And I have no qualms of that. So whenever I start a new job, I introduce myself the way that I am. You know, I'm a good professional, but I just happen to be married to a man. And I don't make any effort of hiding this. Since I started this job here, same thing. Always being myself, you know, I'm an engineer above all else. I'm here to teach and share my experiences as a professional. But then I discover a bunch of like-minded lecturers here. In a community in the countryside of Ireland that decided that the quiet um, aggressions were not okay anymore. So we decided to create a, a network of LGBT QIA plus staff members for the university. We just recently become, became a big university, so now we have gays and lesbians and non-binary people from all campus around gathering this network. So I found myself as co-chair of a network of like-minded people. I call him Captain Gay. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the cape to go with. Huh? Uh, <laughs> so does it influence, being gay influence my job? Not at all. Do I have any problem hiding this? I don't even try, mm. you know? I respect everybody, I just respect to be respected back. That's it. Yeah. Do you feel responsibility being in the role that you are to speak out? Yes, yes I do. Um, when you look at my signature in my email, we have two different rainbows. Because I think of my students, you know, they still come from the countryside, they are still finding themselves in their 20s and seeing somebody that you in theory at least gonna see as a figure of authority as a lecturer being out and proud it, it gives you the freedom to think i can be who i am and i can be successful by being who i am so yeah i carry a big responsibility on my shoulders because i remember looking up to my teachers and i want to be the teacher that is being looked upon, if that's the pronoun word. Looked up to, yeah, yeah you're, to. you you recognize that you are a role model for a lot of people that may or may not know it yet. Yeah, and I never I never been the activist kind, but when I moved here and uh, can I share a personal story? Absolutely. In April this year. A week, you know, in the first week we, we gathered network for the first time as a full university. And the following week we had two assassinations here in Sligo. For two gay men, hate crime confirmed by the same person. An entire community gathering from the city hall. And I just felt angry. Because I thought that this co-chair position was going to be something to just oh let's create a representation for the students and it's okay we can get married here since 2015 it's not a big deal but then two people get assassinated in a town of 20,000 people one across the street from us and then i thought i'm going to put a fucking rainbow in every gable house in this town something lit up in me so the douglas activist was born 
on the 17th of April. You suddenly found yourself with a platform and with something to say. And I, and one thing or not, I have a voice, you know. I am a lecturer in a small town. This is somewhat respected. And I worked very hard to get here, not to be an activist. I ended up being an activist. And I'm very happy I've been one, you know. What kind of things are you doing now as an activist? We are focusing on visibility, you know. Uh, we put stickers in every single campus. During Dublin Pride, was the last week of June, we had a Rainbow Progress flag flying in every single campus in ATU. We are uh, inaugurating rainbow crosswalks. You know, we, we want to show people that this is a welcoming and safe place. And if somebody comes here with a hint of hate in their heart, at very least, I want them to feel ashamed to express that. That's how you express. How do you motivate change? You know, you're not never gonna kill the hatred, but. The one that feels the hatred is going to feel ashamed to expressing it. So that's how we were acting. Visibility, visibility, visibility. That's our mission now. And we are achieving. So shout out to all my colleagues that are. Oh, hell yeah. We, we love to hear it. This is the kind of thing where it's like it wasn't something that was in like your to-do list and then one day you wake up and you realize yeah. this is what you have to do. Mm. Yeah. And it's important work. And I'm a half-drunk Brazilian. I'm not the one to run away from a fight, you know, so <laughs> serve me another glass and let's go. <laughs> yes. And cocktails by Mitchell Ashton. <laughs> Usually we're drinking red wine here. But um, mixing it up. Mixing it up. So... Yeah. What did you call these things? Uh, first, it was uh, Cheeky Cherry Coke, but Doug came up with an even better name, which was uh, Post Dr. Pepper. <laughs> post Dr. Pepper. Yeah, being a doctor is not enough. It's a Post Dr. Pepper. It's, yeah, uh, Post Dr. Pepper. It's mm -hmm. uh, equal parts vodka and Disarono Amaretto with Diet Coke and two cola bottles and a squeeze of lime. Try it out. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. Don't forget the drink with us. No. <laughs> Please drink responsibly. We are not. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Yeah. yeah. So that all like not to take away from everything you just said with you know fluffy fluffy jokes, but um, you know, do you feel like within your careers of like starting your professional lives, have you ever overcome? any prejudice has anything ever challenged you um i know we're kind of living in an era where you know being gay is okay like we all saw the horrible like you know effects of not accepting people in our communities so um but you know currently i feel like you know it's one of those things where we've normalized it but how have you felt through your careers here uh, ge generally, I've gone through most of my life not feeling like it's ever been an issue or anything that I should feel ashamed of externally. Obviously, we all have our we have our coming out stories and our and our difficulties that we face. But yeah, newsflash: it's all the issues that come from coming out stories are just internal. Like you know, most of the time. Uh, Everyone around you either already knows or is entirely prepared and probably doesn't even 
care. It doesn't change anything about their perception of you. And yeah, so that I guess that's a message to anyone who might be coming out. Um, yeah, any anything that you might be feeling is probably just in your own head. Confide in someone, and you'll probably feel surprised. But they they probably won't feel surprised at all. Um, career wise, no, um, no real issues. I did. I do remember moving to Ireland and yeah, having a struggle with finding a place to live. Uh, and Ooh. also oh. because you were gay yeah but I mean I'd say that's more yeah that's that's more a reflection of the housing crisis in Ireland and like yeah the the guy didn't understand when I said that I wanted to move in with my husband and then I was like my husband I'm, I'm a homosexual <laughs> <laughs> and then they said oh well maybe we'll just leave it then like <laughs> Oh, oh, oh and, my god. They'll um, let you have damp and mildew and carpets made of moths, but like but god forbid the homosexuals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we'd clean up the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> get I rid mean... of that. Get a dehumidifier for we're, that we're shit. The, we're the clean gays, that's for sure. <laughs> um but I yeah, I did have a bit of an issue with uh my identity with a job with a certain chain of uh, hospitality in Ireland. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I, a few, a few weeks into my first job, um, I was made, I, I was given a, a management position, then I was given an even better management position, and then inexplicably it was taken away from me, and it just so happens that, yeah, the, one of my colleagues had let slip to my superior that I was gay, and it surprised him, and then suddenly I had a, I had this job taken away from me, um, and yeah, that was rough. It was in, it was in the first few months of moving here as well. I've got to say, like that was just an I it, on reflection. It was an isolated incident from a very bad person, um, but and that's still... I can't can't take that. But yeah, it was it was. It's hurtful. Yeah, I have a continuation to that story. Actually, it doesn't have a punchline or anything. Just. Uh... A few months later, I ended up wa uh, working in that pub. Mitch was already in a different, different place. And I met that superior. And I ended up being his favorite. And I remember that on Dublin Pride that year, I worked in drag on Mitch's bar. Mm -hmm. And then I walked the parade and went to work on my bar in drag. And that manager was there. And there was not a single comment because the bar was full. Again, no punchline, but I just felt so vindicated. Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> you know the the, the, yeah. the salty yeah. sweetness of it all. So yeah. remember that gorgeous <laughs> man that you just miss, my husband. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Rub you, the bigot's nose. And you, you know? in in those heels, you'd have a good seven or eight inches on mm. that oh, yeah. individual. Yeah. Uh, for, so. for the listener, Doug is a very tall man. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm, I'm 6'3 in, 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 in heels, I'm 7 foot. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> You're wearing 7 inches heels. God oh, yeah. You. It's part platform. 
<laughs> that Nothing you was to give away. <laughs> it's a man in drag. <laughs> There's no illusion here. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm, I'm just a suspiciously large woman. <laughs> a suspiciously large woman. That's it. Thank you very much. Classy. Women can be tall too. Mm-hmm. I'm tall. But, uh, yeah. Not so- seven feet tall. No, I wish. <laughs> so I've gone through most of my life not feeling any type of way about my identity except for maybe my own reflection on it um, but then yeah I did I did get my time I suppose um, I uh, yeah and yeah it was it was tough it was rough um, I got through it I found writing was a really good way to deal with that you know Pretending to sue, you know, just get get it all written down, keep it documented, and then, you know, let it sit away, and it might process, and yeah, you'd be you'd be grand mm. in the end. But uh, yeah, what was your question for uh, that you asked? I wonder uh, what you might think. Me. Yeah. So it's it, how how have you overcome prejudice? And well, so I've been working in academia for pretty much. 14 years, you know, so always university. Even during my graduations and masters and PhD, I, I, I consider them all work because that's what it was. Mm. I never had this, you know. Since I started my masters, it was a pretty well-renowned university in South Brazil and I decided to myself, you know what, I've been out of the closet for five years at a time and I said I'm going to be myself and everybody else can just deal with that. You know, I'm just going to be a good professional here. And I never had, never had any issues. Also, the height thing helps, you know. <laughs> the, the thing that you are very imposed and loud Brazilian that is 6'3", six, 6'4", six, it doesn't give people any margin to say anything to your face. So, have people talk about me behind my back? Of course, but it's a very large back, you know. <laughs> you, want to, you want to say bad things about me? Come to me and I know horrible things about myself. Yeah, so yeah, never had an issue. Never, never had an issue. I know colleagues here, uh, girl colleagues here, that have been working in Zlago for a long time that had issues, but you know, it's not my place of speech. My place is now just to be the shoulders that can support them if they need to. That's it. And as we noted earlier, they're very broad shoulders. <laughs> you can share them oh, with, yeah. with a few people, at least. Yeah. Would you guys have any advice? Um, I know you mentioned earlier journaling, but if anyone was going through a bit of prejudice or hard times, would you have any advice for them? Hmm. Yeah, be be forgiving to yourself, for one thing. Um, and, yeah, um, yeah, trusting yourself, trusting another person as well. Yeah, sharing it, for sure. Um, but, yeah. Forgive yourself. Um, don't be so hard on yourself. You're, you're a person just like the next person, and no one's perfect or infallible. Yeah. And if you're receiving prejudice in the work environment, contact HR. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you know. Document that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, the the writing comes really handy there because you're always going to over-dramatize in your head. So the freshest your memory that you put down. To paper you're going to remember more accurately if it comes to a, a serious accusation nobody should be prejudiced against you so take a deep breath final ally 
go to HR, you know, don't allow yourself to be victimized by anybody else because they don't have the right to do it and you don't need to swallow it. Yeah, take, and if you're planning on uh, maybe com um, dealing with this yourself face to face, you know, sort of uh, casually uh, off the record, have a witness. Um, because, yeah, if it's one person's word against another, that's, you know, that doesn't really matter too much. But if you've got a conciliator or slash someone just watching your conversation, then, you know, you've got someone to back you up uh, one way or another. And it'll hold both parties accountable to their own words as well. Yeah. Okay. You do realize that as a comp computer scientist and a plastics engineer talk about lit litigation in the workplace. So... Just don't take it. Just, just, just don't take the prejudice quietly. You know, you are strong, and you can do better than this. Here, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how do you think we, Mo and Stacy, and your colleagues and the people at work can support LGBTQ plus and beyond members of the or community members? Uh, allyship is, uh, I guess, the obvious thing to go for. If you ever see, uh, and and you know, this does this is, is about any kind of minority discrimination kind of thing. If you see something and recognize something is happening to a certain individual, uh, approach that individual and say, like, I see what's happening. Can I help you? And you know, you get their permission uh, to help them or if they like, no, I got this, I can deal with this on my own, uh, at the very least, they know someone's got you, someone's got their back. Um, so, yeah, just, uh, yeah, don't be afraid to, yeah, call out, you know, even discreetly uh, to say, yeah, I see what's happening, uh, can I help? And then, yeah, that's probably the, the greatest thing you can do for anyone in any... Um, minority style group or discrimination event that you might be witnessing for sure yeah I double that yeah one thing that comes to mind a lot to me is that because I'm, I'm, I'm all conscious about my my colleagues and my peers and everybody around me is the is the women's movements I want more human woman in tech you know I want more girls in my course girls comes to the polymer processing and ATU please the best thing that I can do for women to have more power is to give them voice. So if you see something happening that is within the scope of representativity of LGBTQIA plus people, give them voice. You know, that's what you two are doing now. You're just giving us an opportunity to speak up. People have the right not to want you, but if they want you, just let them use their voice. That's it. Yeah, because everybody's opinions and thoughts and feelings matter and i think that that's the important thing mm -hmm. is that you matter we all matter yeah whatever you're feeling is valid i think another little point actually uh you and i are, are very blessed to be the extrovert types yeah um you <laughs> I'm know so jealous of that. we we can command a room you know uh we can be the center of attention whether we want it or not and you know and that's that's a very useful and powerful tool I, I get energy from people from interacting with people but what we're able to do is also see 
the the introverts in the room and give them the spotlight for a second because hey they got ideas um they just need to recharge every once in a while you know mm. uh they got stuff they want to say and it's hard to compete with extroverts but we have a we have an ability to shine a light on someone else when we want to so extroverted people be aware of your introverts and make sure to help them mm-hmm. say say their their piece as well yeah mm. absolutely Check in on your local introverts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might not want you to, but... <laughs> My dad has a very good sentence about that, is that you were given two years and one mouth to speak less and listen more. So, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was his message to me. Just shut up, I was. <laughs> oh, no. Brilliant. All right. Well, then... I guess that kind of sums up what me and Mo wanted to know about your experiences. So um, I think for this bit, um, the floor is yours. This is your platform. Is there anything else you'd like to add? May I? All right. So be you. Really, it is possible to be yourself and be successful as long as you respect everybody and you're a good professional and in the end of the day this is a professional podcast so be hey. professional <laughs> i know hey. 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 Yeah. 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 i'm trying yeah. to take this very seriously here we uh, swear a lot here uh, <laughs> at least i do Most I, I mean we see what human in the end of the day uh, but it's just it's just for the kids out there that may be listening and may be wondering do i have to hide myself to be successful, as long as you're respectful and you're a good professional, you can be successful. You can be LGBT, any color you want to be. If you are a good professional, you can be extremely successful, you know. So, be you. Just be you. And it's totally fine not to be successful, too, if you can just be happy. Yeah. Just speak for yourself. Yeah. I like the money. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you so much, boys, yeah, for so being much. a part of the podcast. Yeah, and we thank you, you so much. for sharing with us so many like intimate and heartfelt details about your experience. Just for the record, we love you very, very much. Yeah, <laughs> we love beyond. you too. Yeah, it's mutual. It's a mutual crush. <laughs> <laughs> Couples crush. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, so this is it. Stacey and I are coming out as a... <laughs> very good friends. co-host oh. friends <laughs> partners we're just gals being pals there's exactly. nothing wrong about that <laughs> for the record I am bisexual so I feel like I have a say in this talk is a spectrum people Ooh, is a spectrum. spectrum everyone's done something gay every once in a while I know I think it's good for you it's good for you it's the missing vitamin that we're all lacking from our diets he thought it was vitamin D but it was vitamin gay (laughs) vitamin gay this whole time Can we just uh, spray a bit of gay around Mm. it's gonna make the world so much better (laughs) it will so everybody hug your loved ones extra tight tonight because we're all valid and we all matter and you know that's the best way to start making the world a better place and just accept everybody Mm, including yourself including yourself for who they are and i think that's the the message that we're inevitably trying to get across today
And if you hear that puppy crying in the background, <laughs> break my heart. Um, <laughs> Mitch and Doug just got a new puppy named Gimli, and he is adorable. And with their permission, we might post him on the Instagram. We definitely will. Granted, he's a little sad in the background, but he was at the beach for three hours today, so he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's not being abused. He got seventy-four treats earlier as well. So. <laughs> But yeah, that's a wrap. But before we go, we just want to let you know, follow our Instagram. Oh, right. Those old things, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so Fizz you Buzz might know our podcast. handle. Fizzbuzz Podcast at Instagram, Gmail. Oh, if you want to email us, Gmail, obviously. Twitter, Fizzbuzz yeah. Podcast. I always forget about the Twitter, but... And our link tree. We got a link tree now. Yeah, Mo put together the most gorgeous link tree. If you go to Fair. it for any reason at all, you should just go to it to see the aesthetic that she built on this link tree because so, it's I'm exceptional. An and on the link tree, you can find every single place that you could possibly listen to the podcast. Mm. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. Um, and then a bunch of random places that I have no idea what to spout out. So they're there too. Yeah. And then... Also, if you love us and you want to support us, you can buy us a coffee. coffee and what coffee, does that coffee, mean? Coffee, 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 coffee. They invented a website. Now hear me out. I know it's kind of crazy, but they invented a website called uh, Coffee. C-O-F-F-E. Okay. Well, if you go to Fizzbuzz Podcast on that website, you can sponsor us. Because what we're trying to do is make stickers. And we'll send you stickers. We'll send you some stickers. Do you like stickers? Do you like merch? Do you like cheeky, tongue-in-cheek kind of merch? Engineers love stickers. Engineers love stickers. You can put it on your laptop, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, what's that cool sticker on your laptop? Well, you would be like, well, actually, I crowdfunded the sticker, and you can have a whole thing and seem really, really cool and into the cool things. So so send us, so buy us a couple of coffees. Check out our link tree. Find our coffee link. And <laughs> yeah. Buy some coffees. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Your podcast right here. Yeah. life? No, not really. Um, we're not thugs. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna wrap it up, folks. Thank you, boys. And don't be a dick. And make money. Alright, bye! Bye, love you! Bye, 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 bye.